Angela Yee and Charlemagne the God. The Breakfast Club, bitches. <laughs> the voice of the culture. People watch The Breakfast Club for like news and really be tuned in. It's one of my favorite shows to do just because y'all always keep it 100, y'all keep it real. They might not watch the news, but they're on Twitter, they're on Facebook, they're, you know, they're listening to The Breakfast, the Breakfast Club. Get your ass up. Yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angela Yee. I don't want to have to do these yo's every morning. Well, the yo man will be here in a second. Charlemagne will be here in a second. I know he has a something to do after work, so he has to fly out, so I'm sure he's a little late because of that. But what's up, Yee? Hey, what's up, DJ Envy? It's Wednesday, right? Yes, it is. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day? That's right. It's Wednesday. That means the weekend is almost here. Two more days, and we are at the weekend. My days are a little messed up because I was on vacation for two days, so I came in, and I thought today was Tuesday until you just said it's hump day. Yeah, I'm a little little, uh, off, too. Of course, I was on uh, Bakarin. Bahrain. Uh, or Bahrain. That's what they say. I was in Bahrain. Yeah, I was out there DJing for the troops. Shout out to all the <laughs> troops that listen to us. We really, really appreciate you guys. I had so much fun out there, although I was only out there for about eight hours, but I had a lot of fun. The troops How? really partied. <laughs> you said you were only there for eight hours? That was it. Maybe. How long was that flight? Uh, 16 going, 16 coming back. Wow. Yeah, and I was only there, really there for six hours because you got to go through customs. So I was there about eight hours. And coming back through customs, oh, my gosh. This lady pulled me to the side, and she just knew I was really Dominican. She was talking Spanish to me. She checked my underwear. She checked my shoes. She checked your underwear? She thought I had drugs on me. She thought I was, I, it was, it was crazy to me. Wow. It was really crazy. Did you have any? No. Oh, just to- I have nothing. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm going to DJ and come right back. But when I say she put me in a corner, she was first she was trying to talk to me in Spanish, and I was like, I don't know Spanish. And you, she said, you need okay. To learn Spanish. And then she started talking to me again, like I, like just ignoring me. I was like, I don't know Spanish. And then she was like, Do you have anything to declare? I said, No. Do you have anything to declare? No. Do you have anything to declare? I said, I said no three times. She was like, I'm gonna ask you ten more. I you said, My answer's gonna be the same. You should have said nada. No, 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 no. But she pulled me to the side and she said, and then uh, her partner was like, I don't know why she was acting like that. She was acting like a bitch. I was like, yes. He was like, you know, usually, I'm not going to lie, Spanish people usually transport drugs from either Dominican Republic or Brazil and you was coming from Bahrain, so I don't know why she pulled you to the side. I said, I don't know either. But she did really put me through it. But shout to all the TSA agents and custom agents that do the right thing and make sure they do what they're supposed to be doing. You ain't got to put well, me to the side like that. Well, you do look suspicious. Why do I look suspicious? You do, because you look nervous all the time. No, I don't. <laughs> I actually don't. <laughs> I have my little uh, global entry. Just and put- then you probably also had your pants, like, you know, looking saggy, so it probably looked like there was drugs inside the top of your pants. Like I look like a diaper? Fall. Yeah. You know what? Forget it. Well. Well, I just want to shout out to Taylor Rooks. Mm-hmm. I went to go watch her new show. It actually is on today. She's on the Bleacher Report. Okay. Take it there with Taylor Rooks. So congratulations to Taylor Rooks. That's amazing for her to have her very own show where she goes and interviews people. I watched her interview that she did with Jimmy Butler. Okay. Where she traveled to where he is. They played a game of spades, discussed basketball, himself personally, and she'll explain, I guess, what her show, the point of the show is to show more of the human side, not just uh, these players as they play in the game and they talk about the game, but more mm-hmm. about themselves, their lives, their just all of things like that. Just okay. more of a conversation. All right. Well, today, Jason Lee will be joining us. Of course, he's from Love & Hip Hop LA. And also, he owns a, a site called Hollywood Unlocked. You've been on there? 
Uh, the blog site? Mm-hmm. Like, have they ever did anything on you? I'm sure we all have been on there one yeah, or, once sure or, or twice. So <laughs> we'll kick it with um, him when we come back in a little bit. So uh, get it off your chests. Uh, coming around the corner. If you want to get on the phone lines, 800-585-1051. But up next is front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Nipsey Hussle. Murder suspect captured. We'll give you those details. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Well, let's talk about Nipsey Hussle. Now, the man who is suspected of murdering Nipsey Hussle has been captured. Mm-hmm. Eric Holder, he has been transferred to LAPD custody. He's being held without bail. And, you know, they are, are giving some details on what they feel happened in this situation. Now, according to sources, sometime before the shitting, uh, the shooting, sorry. The what? Sorry. Because his name, I, I didn't mean to say that. You dumped it. Yeah, we dumped it. <laughs> what the heck? Because his name. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I got a little confused. His name Let's is. Let's try this again. Okay. So, sometime before the shooting, his name, he has a nickname that's a curse word. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a tense exchange with Nipsey, and they said that Nipsey asked him if he had snitched the cops in the past. That was the word around town. And that's when he felt disrespected, left to get a gun, and then returned to get revenge, allegedly. They said he is a black male in his 20s. Now, the woman who was the getaway car driver actually was allowed to go free. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that she won't be arrested sometime in the future. According to a source connected to the case, they said sometimes you have to give a little to get a lot. In other words, if she talks and gives information and details, then perhaps she can get off. But she's saying that she had no idea what he had just done. She just drove away. So she had no idea that that shooting had just happened. She turned herself in early, right? Yeah, she turned herself in. Mm -hmm. Uh, So... Really sad situation, and Lauren London posted, I am completely lost. I've lost my best friend, my sanctuary, my protector, my soul. I'm lost without you. We are lost without you, babe. I have no words. And his sister, Nipsey Hussle's sister, posted, You are my heart. You are my strength, my wisdom, my joy, my balance. You are my superhero, invincible to me. I feel so safe with you. I feel so covered and protected. Imperfections do not exist with you because you are flawless. Yeah, as soon as I saw Lauren London post that in my mind, I was like, man, they should have killed Eric Holder. But then I I have mixed emotions because I don't know if I want to see him dead or if I want to see him suffer. All right, now they also have a petition to rename Crenshaw and Slauson to Nipsey Hustle Boulevard, so hopefully that happens. They do have a petition out right now, so uh, that hopefully will at least end up happening. My goodness. All right, now Russell Westbrook dedicated his uh, 2020 night to Nipsey Hustle. That's he the second out ever last night. in the he NBA. Sure did. Mm-hmm. Second ever 2020 night. That's at 20 points, 21 assists, and 20 rebounds. And here's uh, what you can hear Russell Westbrook actually dedicating that to Nipsey Hustle. That wasn't for me, man. That was for my, for my bro, man. That's for Nipsey, man. 20 plus 20 plus 20. They know what that means, man. That's for my bro. Uh, rest in peace, Nipsey, man. I'm just thankful to be able to go out and compete at a high level, man. Thankful to have these teammates. Thankful and humble to be able to go out and play the game I love. Now that's hard. Drop on the clues bomb for Russell Westbrook. 20, 20, 20, mm-hmm. 60, rolling 60s. Mm-hmm. Oh man. He came hard. in he came in the game wearing a Crenshaw t-shirt and, and he he balled out last that's night. Hard. He sure did. That only ever happened one other time in the NBA back in 1962 when Oscar Robertson did that. I wonder if Russell planned it. You almost got to plan that, right? Yeah, I, I, 20 I don't know. points, 20, 20 rebounds, 20 assists. Yeah. And he's from L.A. as well. He grew up in L.A. as well. Drop on the clues bombs for the 60s, damn it. That's hard. All right. And That's a hell of a dedication. I don't see how you can top that one. Mm-mm. And Chicago has the first ever African-American female mayor who is also the first openly gay mayor in Chicago. So congratulations to Lori Lightfoot. 
who thanked the city and thanked everybody who blazed the trail for her victory. She said, we may be strangers, but in this room, in the city, we are all neighbors. Okay. All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, bad whatever, or whatever it may be. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Cece. Hey, Cece, get it off your chest. Hi, I wanted to say good morning to Angela and Envy and Charlemagne. Good morning. thank you, Charlemagne, for reminding people to actually pray when they post things. They say prayers up. Thank you so much. And um, a lot of people uh, just make that statement, but they don't actually follow through. And I think you really help people to go ahead and say that prayer. So thank you. And I love your book, Black Privilege. Thank you. Thank you very much. She's very thankful No, that's true, though, because prayer changes things. But if you're just posting about praying but not actually praying, what are you changing? That is true. Hello, who's this? Kristen. Uh, Kristen. Clear clear your throat, Mama. You good? I'm good. All right. Get it off your chest. I'm off this morning, too. I got ghosted by a guy that I was friends with. Like, we was real cool at first. And then, bro, just ghosted me out of nowhere. Word. Must have been something you did. How long long have y'all known each other? Uh... Mm, he something, a word. What? What? What word is he? A word that's a female dog. So how oh, long? How long okay. have you been dating him and talking to him? We were friends. We started being friends in August, and then we started dating in like December. Did he and hit? He did. did he hit? Yeah, yeah. Well, he got what he wanted. Mm. Obviously. Or yeah. maybe maybe he had a girlfriend the whole time. That could be true, too. Take- I don't know. And now he got a picture of me and my siblings that he took out my car and won't give it back. And I'm going to... Why would he do oh, that? Oh, please. You're just trying to use an excuse to pop up on him. You don't really care about that picture. My goodness. I definitely care about my picture. I'm in the military, so I don't get to see my siblings at all. Just take uh, the L, baby. You know, your poom poom wasn't as good as oh, you thought. Oh, stop it. Your conversation is not as whoa, insightful as, as you Actually, think. the truth of the matter is he's just corny. He, yeah, he's How just corny. How you know he's corny? How you know it's not her? Don't just blame that on the guy. She How just said he's a bitch. So what? Cause so she said it, you believe So how you blame girls, her? Girls, I'm girls, girls. Hello, who's this? I was playing. What's up? This is Jeff from Kentucky. What's up, y'all? What up? What up? What up? Get it off your chest. What's up? First, I want to say, man, Charlamagne, I'm reading your second book. I'm enjoying it like I enjoyed the first one. Thank you, sir. And I just want to let y'all know, man, I'm following y'all on every social media. I can't believe I'm on here first now. But I do want to start off by saying two things. I just want to first ask you guys, how many people actually listen to y'all in the morning? Uh, like a million plus. Wait, why you want to know? You the IRS or something? You trying Six to count people. out people? Why Six you want to know? I, I, I'm not the IRS, but then I want to know how many views do y'all get on YouTube after the show's watched? Uh, we we had over a million, uh, over a billion views on YouTube last year. I think this year is is April. We why about, are you answering all this guy's We had about 400 million plus views. Ask Charlamagne the Social Security. I know this kind that of stuff, a, though. Like, and, this, and, that is ama- and that is amazing. So my next question is, why would you not think the pharmaceutical people are not listening to y'all to not kill this man? That's all I just want to know because yesterday y'all kept saying somebody from the hood, somebody from the hood. But if you got that much street cred, bro, I don't think that nothing like that's going to happen. Hey, can I, can I, can I, can I, hey, can I, can I ask you a question, sir? A serious question. Yeah. 
uh, why wouldn't the pharmaceutical companies get all the Dr. Sebi videos taken off YouTube? Why wouldn't the pharmaceutical companies get Dr. Sebi's family to stop selling his products? Why wouldn't the pharmaceutical companies kill Dr. Sebi's family? You know he does have a son named right after him, right? That that does the same yeah, stuff. And why, and why would they not kill Dr. Sebi? You're not, but you, but you're, you're still not making no sense. Like why would oh, they? Gosh. Why would they kill Nipsey but not do all that other stuff? Have a great morning, sir. Get it off your I just, chest. I just, I just, I just be wondering why these people get this I need it to make sense. Why you keep arguing with them? I just need it to why make sense. Why what did Monique say? Make it make sense. I think people are saying it because Nipsey himself said, "If something happens to me." But it's we, we it, heard what happened. Right. We heard I'm everything. just telling you that's why people are saying that. That's okay. where they're getting it. You keep arguing with these guys. 800-585-1051. Get it off your chest. Hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Did it. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Angel. Hey, Angel, get it off your chest. Uh, first of all, I'd like to drop a post off for my beautiful wife, Queen, at home. Uh, good morning, guys. Rest in peace, Nip. Uh, shout out to uh, Russell Westbrook for doing that yesterday. And uh, my only question is, hey, you know you when you guys call, Trav's always just getting through anyway, but I'm just saying, when you, sometimes when you guys put up the bat signal, what should the bat signal be for Trav to call in? Well, Trav don't have a bat signal. He has a back signal. Oh, boy. He always comes yeah. in through the back door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you crazy. Yes. All right, that's all I have to say, man. Yeah, that's right. it. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Oh, uh, that's who. What's up, man? What's this up? Mario. What's up, Mario? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I want to start off by saying uh, R.I.P. Nipsey Hustle, man. I'm out here in Texas. And, uh, it really hurt us out here, man. And uh, I want to talk about why y'all never talking about Cardi B in this drugging situation. Uh, we, we did talk about the Cardi B in the drugging situation. Man, y'all ain't talk about that, man. Y'all not cover that situation. How you gonna man. tell? How you gonna tell us what we talked about? Yeah, we. Because <laughs> I'm listening out every morning. I'm we de- every sir, that was morning. definitely in the rumors. I we definitely, de- we definitely, I had definitely a posted what she that. said and posted what she said about it afterwards. But, but, but thank you for calling. Hello, who's this? Hey, my name Antoine. What's up, Antoine? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I, I got a question about what's going on with the dolls behind Charlamagne every episode, man. What, what dolls? What dolls? What dolls? <laughs> There's two dogs behind you. There's dogs behind me. There's no dogs behind me, bro. The DJ, what's it? The Envy doll and you? Charlemagne doll? I don't know what you're talking about. We don't have any dogs up here, sir. You're bugging. Bro, you smoking? Yeah, we don't have no dolls up here. Why would we have dogs up here? Grown men. Why would we have dolls? You're seeing things, bro. Hello, who's this? Hey, how you doing? This is Jerry. Hey, Jerry, get it off your chest. Hey, man, I just want to give a shout out to my fiance. We're excited. We're about to get married in Jamaica in July. Ooh, okay. that's nice. What part of Jamaica? Uh, we're going to Montego Bay. Okay, that's going nice. to be beautiful. Congratulations. Enjoy it, bro. Thanks. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. You guys are invited. You guys want to go. <laughs> All righty, yeah, man. I never turned on a trip to Jamaica yeah, to you, Montego Bay. The crazy thing is you you, you counting the days till, uh you got to go, go on them trips when they're that close. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Herb G from Houston, Texas. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, man, I think that this violent stuff is going on. Is BS like recipes Nipsey, but we gotta stop and be positive and actually see the world for what it is. We need to elevate ourselves, be back in our community, and stop the BS and violence. Yeah, we have to we have to deal with this pain that a lot of us going through, man, because we got so much pain, and all we doing is redistributing it to each other. There's so much going on in our world. We gotta change it. The only way we can change it starts with us. That's a fact, right? People don't see. You gotta be the change you want to see in the world. Hello, who's this? 
Yeah, uh, this is G from the Brick City. Oh, G from the Brick City. We ain't hear from you in a minute, brother. Yeah, uh, first I want to, uh, I got something I got to get off my chest, but first I want to thank all the listeners that's been supporting A Legacy Collection. And we have a new inventory out of Legacy Collection just in time for the spring. So, ladies, if you want quality <laughs> clothes at a reasonable price, check out A Legacy Collection. You're going to find out, you're going to find just what you need. But well, let me ask I you a question. Off- Why you ain't sending Angela Yee up no stuff? Hello. I, I, I'm actually trying to get the address. That's what I want Yes, let's talk about the Made in America Festival. We'll tell you about who the headliners are for that show. Also, Jennifer Lopez, what's going on with this lawsuit for $6.5 million? All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Need us Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's got to suck to hear that song around this time of the month, man. Oh, you pay bills? Especially when you got to pay bills. Mm-hmm. Your rent might be late. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I need some goddamn money. All right. Well, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk to Made in America Festival. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela, Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Cardi B and Travis Scott are going to be headlining the Made in America Festival. They announced that festival yesterday. It's going to be August 31st to September 1st. That's Labor Day weekend. Other performance, uh, Juice World, Kodak is going to be performing, Blueface, Anderson Pack, uh, a whole bunch of other people. So maybe you want to go to that. Okay. Yeah. Have you been to it? No, I've it's never, actually really I've never fun. Been to I've never been either. Yeah, it's a fun time. All right, now, Nick Cannon, in the meantime, is looking for you if you're kind of funny. Maybe you want to be on the Wildin' Out show. Well, here's what he had to say. Are you a superstar? You want to wild out with me? Are you funny? Do you got freestyle skills? Can you rhyme? Do you got jokes? Are you a comedian? You just want to be on TV? Then I'm coming looking for you all over the country. We doing the casting. And all you got to do is hit me with a quick video, photo, and a reason why you should be on MTV's Wildin' Out. And it is going down. Email me. MTVWildinOut14casting at gmail.com. You got 90 more episodes to do. Of course you need cash. He needs a lot of talent. Well, that submission deadline is April 17th, and you got to be at least 18 years old. Now, talking about television, Jennifer Lopez was sued for World of Dance. Now, according to Alvin Grayell, he's saying that that idea is a total rip from the idea that he first pitched to Debbie Allen, who is a renowned uh, choreographer. He says he faxed her a copy of his idea back in 2009. 
fax machines. All right. Well, he said it was going to be called Let's Start the Dance, and he never heard back. So now he's suing. But according to a source connected to J-Lo, they're saying that World of Dance was actually a concept that was already floating around NBC. It was their concept, and they bought it to Jennifer Lopez. So if you're suing anybody, it shouldn't be J-Lo. I highly doubt J-Lo had a personal fax machine, and I highly doubt she was checking her own faxes in 2009. Yeah, I doubt it, too. Well, no, he's faxed it to Debbie Allen, not to Jennifer Lopez. Oh, so why are you suing Jennifer Lopez? Because that's her show. You'd so, be suing Debbie Allen. You got to focus. I mean, you can name J-Lo in the lawsuit, but she... Well, he's suing both of them. Oh, okay. Well, you know, that's the reason why a lot of artists and, and celebrities don't take any ideas. Like, if people come sometimes with packages and sheets and one sheets about an idea, most most celebrities are artists. Well, nobody will take them because of that reason right there. And the, 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 and just the ego that you have to think, just because you faxed it, somebody read it. <laughs> like, that don't mean they read well, it. Well, feel like his idea. They feel like he stole it, their idea. Well, what if nobody read it? And I do feel like sometimes ideas are like, a lot of people might have had a similar idea to do something. It's execution. Remember back in the day when you used to see fax machines, there used to be paper stacked up in the fax machine. Mm -hmm. And somebody didn't tell you they was faxing something, you wasn't checking that fax machine. (sighs) I don't know the last time I faxed something. They still make fax machines? Yes, they do. I scan everything. All right, now let's talk about Netflix. You're going to be upset about this, but Netflix prices are going up. They did announce these price hikes, and they said at that time it would help them add more television shows and movies, and they have been rolling out price increases over the last few months. So they just sent out an email to everybody to remind you that each of Netflix's plans is going to increase between $1 and $2. So just be aware of that. The basic plan is going to go from 8 to $9 a month. Now, there's going to be a standard plan that means that you can stream on two different devices. That's going to go from 11 to 13 And the premium plan is going to go from 14 to $16. I'm actually not mad at that. And the reason I'm not mad at that is because I actually use Netflix all the time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You'd be mad at your regular cable subscription because you don't really watch TV like that. You might watch two You'd or three like, channels. You'd be like, I don't even never use this cable. Yeah, I'm always on Netflix. So I'm cool with that. All right. Now, Birdman, you know, he's trying to get rid of all his face tattoos. He actually posted an image without his grills a couple of years ago. That means after that he was, you know, and hinting that he wants to remove the tattoos from his face. Well, he does plan to do that. Now he was on with Wendy Williams last week, and he said that he did talk to 50 about it. I didn't want to take the heads off, but I wanted to take the facials off. And I was asking my partner, 50, shout out to 50 Cent. But he removed this tattoo, so I wanted to go to somebody who can take these tats off my face. I just felt like me being older, um, I would like to get it off, but if not, it is what it is. Never make permanent decisions based off temporary feelings, you know what I'm saying? But Birdman says he's older. He's 75. He got he's not 75, He got man. those tats when he was 40. He got, no, he got them like, probably when he was like 30, 30-something. But. That's still, you don't think that's too old? Well, he still, wants to keep, he still wants to keep the tattoos on his head. He just wants to get rid of those face tattoos. It's very painful out here. I'm just saying, at, thir- at 30-something, why would you get face tats and head tattoos at 30-something? Anyway, <laughs> I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. You was thinking about getting a Wu-Tang tattoo, though? A small little tattoo in the middle of my hand, like uh, where Method okay. Man's is. Not like a, a big-ass Heineken you were doing... star on the top of my scalp. <laughs> I thought you wanted it on your forehead. Knock uh, it off. Just, hey, fam, Coca-Cola just really? came out with a brand-new flavor. Yeah, really? you heard that right. Okay. They've now got Orange Vanilla Coke and mm-hmm. Orange Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar. Head to your closest retailer and try Orange Vanilla Coke and Orange Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar today. Fam. You finish? <laughs> it just came out of nowhere. All right. Front page news is next. What are we talking about? Uh, we are going to talk about Nipsey Hussle. They have arrested the man who's been accused of murdering oh, him. We'll bro. give you those details. This, this still sounds so unbelievable to me. I, this, this it's not easy I'll, to talk about. I'll never get you. I, I, don't even, I can't believe you've been saying this all week. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh-huh. 
Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Where are we starting? Well, let's talk about Nipsey Hussle. His murder suspect has been captured. They, you know, they were looking for him, Eric Holder. He's been transferred to LAPD custody. He is now being held without bail for Nipsey's murder. And according to law enforcement sources, um, they also said the woman who was the suspected getaway driver turned herself in, but also has not been charged. She could be arrested and or charged at some point in the future, but right now she has not been charged. She said that she did not know what Holder had just done. So that's according to Look, man, I, sources. I, I, I really am not okay with the death of Nipsey Hussle. I'm, I'm not okay with the death of any black man at the hands of any black man, but this really feels like a glitch in the matrix. Like, this makes me question so much. It makes me question my own mortality because if someone would do that to a brother like Nipsey, I feel like the rest of us don't stand a chance. It also makes me question the law of attraction because we always say you get back what you put out, but do you? Because you're not going to tell me the type of person Nipsey was that he deserved to get that back from the universe. Like, Well, according to sources before the shooting, Nipsey Hussle and Eric Holder had a tense exchange. Nipsey had asked him if he had snitched to cops in the past because that was the word around town. Uh, Eric Holder felt disrespected, and that's when he left to grab a gun and get revenge. Sounds ridiculously stupid. Like, this Nipsey thing makes me feel like there's no real order, no real justice in the universe anymore. Very sad. Now, was he at a mental health facility? Is that what he found him? Is that what they're saying? Yeah, he tried to check himself into a mental health facility. Like to claim that he was insane Mentally at the Ill. time or mm. something. I, I also know we say God does everything for a reason. I don't think God has anything to do with this. I think this was the absence of God. This was pure Satan. And it's really making me question a lot of things. Like, this is, this is, this is heavy, bro. It is. All right. They also have a petition to rename Crenshaw and Slauson to Nipsey Hustle Boulevard. So that petition has been filed. A lot of fans are signing that as well. And we did see a post from Lauren London and from Nipsey Hustle's sister. So sad. Yeah, really sad and heartbreaking to read. So they did break their silence um, and offer, you know, their own thoughts. Lauren London said, I am completely lost. I've lost my best friend, my sanctuary, my protector, my soul. I'm lost without you. We are lost without you, babe. I have no words. I don't like to see people redistributing pain because I feel like you can't, you know, uh, change a problem. You can't solve a problem with the same mindset that created it. But when I saw Lauren London post that, I was like, man, I wish they had shot that dude. I wish Eric was not here. Mm. Nipsey's sister also posted, You are my heart. You are my strength, my wisdom, my joy, my balance. You are my superhero. Invincible to me. I feel so safe with you. I feel so covered and protected. Imperfections do not exist with you because you are flawless. So sad, man. She also said, You hold me down through everything. I got Lauren. I got Imani. I got Cross. I got Sam. He is my responsibility now. He was my big little brother. Russell Westbrook also had a... 2020, only the second time that's ever happened in the NBA. The last time was in 1962 when Oscar Robertson did this. And that means uh, 20 points, 21 assists, and 20 rebounds. And here's what he had to say about dedicating that game to Nipsey. That wasn't for me, man. That was for my, for my bro, man. That's for Nipsey, man. 20 plus 20 plus 20. They know what that means, man. That's for my bro. Uh, rest in peace, Nipsey, man. I'm just thankful to be able to go out and compete at a high level, man. Thankful to have these teammates. Thankful and humble to be able to go out and play the game I love. Dropping a clues bomb for Russell Westbrook. That's hard. He balled out 20, for 20, him, 20, 20, 60s, rolling 60s. The only way you could top that is if you score 60 points, 60 rebounds, and 60 assists. That's the, only dedication. That's the only dedication that could even come close. He can't do that. That's hard. Yeah, that, That's hard. That was. All right, and congratulations to Lori Lightfoot. She's the first African-American female mayor in Chicago, making history. That's her real also name? Also openly gay, yes. Yeah, she should have been a dancer. Well, Lori she's not. Lightfoot? She is the mayor. She's the mayor. 
of Chicago. Congratulations. So, historic runoff win. Uh, so congratulations to her. Yeah. All right. That's your front page news. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back from Love & Hip Hop LA, also from the blog site Hollywood Unlocked, we have Jason Lee joining us. All right, so we'll kick it with him and see what's going on with Jason Lee. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Got these other shook, yeah. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Yes, sir. From Hollywood Unlocked, Jason Lee. That's good. Hey, listen, man. Thank you for all the uh, support. Hollywood Unlocked shows the Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. Of course, man. I feel you know this. There's certain times when you feel like you're making it, and mm-hmm. like to get here, this is validation because this is where the culture lives. So. I appreciate being here. And we like your hoodie. Well, I like your hoodie. Well, you know, Andy <laughs> King loves the hoodie. Andy King is one of my heroes, man. I, you know, when this video came out, I called my staff. I had an emergency meeting. I said, this is the, the epitome of hard work and dedication. <laughs> and I felt like, you know, I didn't know what it was going to take to get my interview, but I'm here. Wow. <laughs> wow. What are you implying, Jason? I'm Don't a team. Know Hollywood Unlocked Room is up here I'm now. a team player. Okay. You know, let's get the job done. You, Charlamagne is the one that, could, that co-signed this interview, so... I've been knowing Jason for a while, though. Me and Jason, um... Is this me a and Jason, we did a radio show together, like... Is right this before. a confession? No, right, no. Charlamagne <laughs> is the homie. First of all, uh, I know there's, there are a lot of gay people in the industry. Charlamagne ain't one of them. I know I got a list. Uh, you said Charlamagne is one He's of them? He's not one oh, of them. Oh, okay. I would stop you that. You hear what you want to hear. It's okay to be my friend. I got straight friends. But no, nah, we did a radio test, uh, this show called The Funeral. The Funeral. Me, you, Claudia, Jordan, and Little Mo, and we interviewed Raz B. That was, that was bad. You know, I... I <laughs> it sounds bad. No, it was bad. No, I mean, because I was very intimidated because Charlemagne literally... Charlemagne is one of my heroes. He is fearless. Mm. He is... He's important to the culture because he says whatever he thinks or whatever he feels, and it's and it's it's very scary for some people. Now, now, how did you get in the game? You know what? Um, I mean, I've been around for a little bit, and I've seen a lot of friends uh, who've had stories written about him, and I just... I, a lot of the stories weren't true, so I said, well, you know, let me go ahead and start something that can still give the fans what they want, but at least, you know, be a fair playing ground for celebrities. So Hollywood Unlocked was a concept that I came up with a few years ago. And um, I launched and used Love and Hip Hop as a springboard to kind of uh, put it out there, and then it just kind of grew. And Floyd was one of your early investors, right? For the- well, no, he's one of our biggest supporters and sponsors with the show. So okay. he, uh, Floyd put a lot of money behind the show. Uh, we had interviewed him, and it, we did, he came and did a six-hour interview. And after that, he just really got behind us. And I think... For me, what I what I really appreciate about is, you know, Floyd gets a lot of criticism for a lot of different things, but um, he, you know, it takes a lot of courage to get behind somebody like me who's writing the stories that I write, and he didn't have a problem with that. Now, the Jordan Woods story, Jordan Woods, Tristan Thompson, you were the first person to break it. You were the first person to tell the story. Yeah. Now, now how did you know so much information? I know you said one of your writers were there. Yeah, so I was actually getting in the shower, uh, heading to a meeting, and one of my writers called, and she said, uh, yeah, you know, Tristan Thompson's a dog. I said, well, I'm getting in the shower. What's up? What do you mean by that? She said, well, uh, he's still cheating on Chloe." So once she told me the story, uh, yeah, I just told her, you know, hold on to it. Let me reach out, have some conversations. And then once I confirmed that it was true, then we ran it. So the, the crazy part of it all was that that morning, Jordan had called, uh, Chloe to say, hey, you know, I was at your man's house last night making sure you know, I ended up there at a party making sure no, none of the girls messed around with him or whatever. Like, oh. she was like the police. She was like, she was acting like she was the police. She had already told Chloe that story that morning. So when mm. Chloe called her back, she was like, wait a minute, I just got a call that and then I guess the girl admitted it. And so once Chloe confirmed it, well, then we ran it. Have celebrities tried to pay you not to run a story? 
Yeah, I mean, that happens. Um, you either, I mean, there's one or two things that happen. You either somebody offer you money or somebody calls you and threatens you. I mean, but... Uh, I'm sure both has happened. I see security over here with you, so I'm sure that's happened once yeah, or twice. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, some... You know what's crazy is as I started writing the stories, there was a there was a pivotal moment where I said, okay, I have to either be loyal to these friendships mm -hmm. or be loyal to my job. And what I've learned in Hollywood is it's very transactional. You yeah. know, th these are not your friends. Yeah. I, I learned a long time yeah, ago when people get close to me, especially now, that um, you know, you getting close to me somehow in your mind just translates this false sense of loyalty where I can't write or do anything uh, that may make you upset. Mm -hmm. So I have very few friends, but um, yeah, I mean, I've gotten threats. I've had people offer me money, but mm -hmm. I mean, we don't take money. We don't get What's paid. What's the largest amount you got offered? Um, the largest amount I've gotten, I've gotten offered what twenty thousand was the last one. I've been offered thirty thousand. I mean, nothing crazy, you know. Somebody come and drive, Brink's truck pull up. We might have to change. We might the have policy a different conversation. But, I but got it you. is a weird space, though. You know what I'm saying? Because like Floyd Mayweather is actually your friend. Yeah. It looked like Cardi is actually your friend. Yeah. You know, so it's just like you would have a little bias towards them. No, because let me, okay, so let, let's unpack that a little bit. So when it comes to Floyd, you know, that whole thing that went out about wearing Gucci. You know, I have a lot of Gucci, and actually I wore Gucci shoes to the Rock Nation brunch because I'm not going to let rappers tell me what I can or cannot wear. Now, I know from the outside, you know, it's easy to judge somebody like a Floyd and say, well, he doesn't do enough for the community, this and that. One thing people don't know is that he does do a lot, but he won't ever allow it to be publicized because he feels like people will then say, oh, you're only doing it because people say you don't do it, or you're yeah, only yeah, doing yeah. it because mm -hmm. you want press, and he really doesn't care about that stuff. I I'm not a follower, so at the end of the day, um, I look at, like, you know, uh, a Floyd who is a friend or a Cardi who is a friend, and you're friends with Cardi, mm -hmm. you know? That's my homie. You know, now, if I, if I write something about Cardi that people may not feel it's popular... I'm only doing it because I'm a friend. Maybe that's just how I feel. You well, know? Don't you think in the Floyd situation, though, he, it's like you're kind of going against your own people? Because even if you still want to wear Gucci, don't be so forthright and saying, F*** it, I'm going to wear it. F*** what y'all talking well, about. Well, one thing Floyd told me a long time ago that I actually applied to my business and, that, and actually uh, it actually has worked for me is that uh, the bad guy always wins. I think the more that people tell him something he can't do or shouldn't do, he does it anyway, right. yeah, just yeah, to yeah. keep you talking. But I think Floyd and T.I. Is, is, is a little deep-rooted. It's, it's a little more than just the Gucci stuff. That comes, well, of course. You know what I mean? So, but You know, Instagram is the f***ing devil. Like, everybody... Social media, period. Social media, period. I feel like people who... Are, they're just sitting at home ready to attack anybody that they can't reach. Correct. They don't understand the, the lives of a lot of people that are in the public lead. And that's why I think with Hollywood Unlocked... You know, and somebody who's been on a couple shows, who's out there, who knows a lot of people, I do get both sides of it. You think commenting on people's sexuality is off limits? I think if they're openly gay, no, I don't think so. Um, I think if there are people who are struggling with their sexuality, um, for me, it's not my job to put it out there. When did you feel comfortable start having these conversations and coming out? Well, when I first did Love & Hip Hop, in my first contract, I told them, you could talk about anything but me being gay. I don't really? want to talk about that because I want my first introduction to the world on television to be about my business and about me being a businessman. Then my first scene was me throwing a drink, so I that whole plan up. Mm -hmm. Second season, you didn't see me dating anybody, you know, because I, I, I know the stigma that comes with it. And I will say, having done the show, it was the first time I had ever felt the blowback, no no pun intended, <laughs> of, of being, like, gay. Like, I, I couldn't even, you know, because I, I don't, I'm not flamboyant, mm -hmm. but I could imagine people who express, express themselves freely, the type of uh, discrimination they get, because I felt it. I felt online all the, you know, you f you this, you 
you know, die homosexual, this and that. I felt it online, and so I, I had a sense of compassion for what people feel, and I feel like, um, you know, it was about, I don't know, 17, 18, that I started to have feelings for another guy. It was one of my best friends, so I had feelings for him, and then it just progressed into sexuality, and after that, I was just told my girl, bitch, it's time to go. I got to go. You just knew from there. Yeah. So you, tr you tried before. Oh, yeah. I had. A, I was in love when I when I first messed with the first guy. I was in love with this girl. Um, I'm going to just put her name. Her name Nikki Hunt. She was trash. You know, and, Damn it, man. And she was trash back. But she, did, she didn't Why really know. Why was she know, trash? She didn't really know. <laughs> Jason holds a grudge. <laughs> no, she didn't. No, I, I saw her at Red Lobster when I was in, uh, back home, and I just looked at her. And, you know, she didn't really give me the love that I gave her. You know, so it just was one of those things where it just it just worked out for the best. Who the hell was you in Red Lobster with? Who f***ed you good and took you to <laughs> 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 I'm not you today. All right, we got more with Jason Lee from Love & Hip Hop LA and also the blog site Hollywood Unlocked. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're kicking it with Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlock the Blog site and also loving hip hop LA. Charlamagne. Now people <laughs> think you go too hard on Nicki Minaj. I don't hate Nicki Minaj. I don't like her now. That's not not what, that I don't I don't hate her. That's not what the Bob say. Wait, let me say this. I I love Nicki Minaj up to, you know, it became personal, my phone number getting leaked, and then you know, um, she gave me sucker of the month, which, by the way, I wore that like a badge of honor. I was like, sucker of the decade on your I mean, shirt. I know he he definitely deserves the next Goodness award. Gracious, but I just feel like she's never had any competition, and then the minute she got some, she didn't know how to handle it. Mm -hmm. I ain't never told nobody. My number was leaked. <laughs> was it really? What? I, I'll say this: her fan, her fans make you not like her. Yes. That's the crazy part. Yeah, it really ain't her because I, you know, I, I did give. Uh, I reached out to her about two months ago, uh, Nikki, and I said, you know, give her my number. She can call me directly. She, she already got it anyway. Clearly, they didn't give it out. Right. But she hasn't called, so I don't have an issue. So y'all think it's her that's actually putting the number? I don't know. Hey, somewhere All I know is a million and one Bobs that called me. They could have Nexus Lexus, the Bobs. They, they ain't that sophisticated. <laughs> Didn't they get Hollywood Unlocked shut down? No, and point? that's the thing. They take credit for everything. So first of all, they, they took credit for our page being taken down. Um, Why was I, it taken down? It, it was, so we got into this crazy lawsuit that I can't talk about. And then they took credit for... They did file 25,000 complaints against our account with uh, Instagram, but we went through all that. 25,000? 25,000 complaints. So to the Bobs, man. God damn, they go harder. Yeah, but they, harder. yeah, but by the records. Don't worry about my Instagram. So it's not going to be good for you, Jason Lee. You're not making up with the Bobs. No, ahead. it's okay, man. That, that's a terrorist group. I'll tell you what's going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Those motherfuckers. Um, you know, now that I'm in New York, they riding around posting videos looking for Jason Lee. Well, are they? Yes, they it's a terrorist group. That's why you got security. No, I got security because this is just an interesting time right now. Very interesting time. It's an interesting right? time, and you know, I said I ain't gonna get security because that just make me like it just makes me feel fake. I want to be able to move around and do what I want to do, but now it's just you don't a see weird. me like that. Don't you don't go outside, man. See you man. Nowhere. That's right. I like yeah. to go out. I like to have some fun. Spend some time. I seen you at the table next door. I, I, I seen you having dinner, or lunch, or whatever it was. Was that the time that he ran into the back? Uh, you, you ran up on somebody at, working at the restaurant? No. Wait a minute. I, I had just left a meeting. That was the day I broke the Chloe story. I, I was uh, getting a lot of heat online because mm -hmm. people felt like mm -hmm. I should have automatically sided with Jordan Woods because she's black. First of all, Jordan Woods is, um, in my opinion, she's ridden the coattails of white privilege for I don't know how long living in the backyard with Kylie Jenner, right? She's, she's uh, had all the benefits of the Kardashian lifestyle. 
Um, and then you was f***ing around with your best friend's sister's baby daddy. Mm -hmm. You know where I'm going. Yeah. No. What? Tell me. What? You're not just going to sit and, and lay your, your your legs on my leg. Like, that doesn't happen. Nah. nah. I didn't feel for her. I felt like that was, like, betrayal. So everybody attacked me for not taking the black woman's side. Um, and shout out to Jada Pinkett. She needs to start a crisis PR firm because her ass put a spin on that motherfucker. With Red Table Talk, you didn't like you didn't like her interview with Red no, Table Talk. No, no, it was very disappointing. It was disappointing because Will and Jada mean a lot to us. Mm -hmm. I love Will and Jada; they're important to the culture. I mean, I felt like she, you know she used her platform to humanize her and to help her, you know, become this scorned black woman. But I don't know where she's she's never posted about Black Lives Matter. She ain't never been to a rally. She never promoted anything black on her channel. So I don't know. It was interesting. I'm a Pinkett Smith Winfrey knows Carter. I don't know what Jason Lee is talking about, Jada, uh, but that's his opinion. He's entitled to it. No, I love you. Let's talk about it. I wanna, I'm going to create a blue table. Blue table talk. <laughs> Red table, blue table. Now, let's talk about You said you got sued before. Yes. I'm getting sued right now. See, okay. I like this conversation. The reason I like this conversation is because I think that we're in an era where a lot of these people think they can do and say what they want. Yeah. Based on sources and there's no penalty. Or, you know, people sending them emails, calling them, and they think that they can just say whatever they want yeah. with zero consequences. What yeah. do you say to these okay. people? Okay. The Me Too movement is the new HIV. And let me tell you how. It's spreading like wildfire. Anybody could catch it and there ain't no cure. There's this new thing of let me stop bags where you could literally throw a label on anybody just to try to stop the bags. A lot of people have weaponized it. Especially on social media. So uh, there was a tweet uh, from 2011. My homegirl, she tweeted, she said... Or she said, I'm, I'm looking for some date rape or something. I wonder if anyone is down for some date rape I'm wondering tonight. if anyone's down for some date rape. And I retweeted her and I said, I'm in. This I'm was in 2011. I'm in. My homegirl made a joke. So now we're going back eight years when people did joke around. I, I don't feel like overly politicizing my commentary to make you feel comfortable. And they did this whole cancel, Jason Lee. That's, that's, that's the way the world is now, though. Well, the, guess what? They so said. Charlamagne don't even use Twitter no more. Yeah, I don't use Twitter no more just because I'm tired of getting taken out of context. See? Is the Jesse Smollett situation set back the light-skinned gay movement? You know what's so crazy? Uh, Jess, Jesse's uh, nudes leaked. Jesse's nudes leaked years ago. And I remember I saw him. I was like, yo, he got a fat ass. I'm going to slide in his DM. So I slid in his DM. And we ended up <laughs> we ended up chatting a little bit. Uh, and I ended up, you know, we only hung out once, uh, you know, whatever. I've known Jesse since, you know, he was living in Journey Shadow, right? Talented, young, nice guy. And somebody I, I was attracted to or whatever um, just didn't work out. Did so, you hit? No, I didn't. I actually went over there, ended up just getting in bed cuddling. It was a weird thing, whatever. But we cool. We friends. So, I know. It was some gay <laughs> So, <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> he had a cat. He had a roommate. It was like a lot going on. I'm allergic to cats. Gotcha. You know, start sneezing. It ain't the most attractive thing in the world. So, <laughs> Yo, Jason so, is crazy good. I feel like now that he's made it, you know, because this is what black celebrities do. They f*** with the blogs to get hot. They get hot and they forget who helped him get hot. That's why I f***ed y'all because I was watching the interview you did with the Jasmine Brand where you were talking about the support of blogs from the beginning and how, you know, you've kept the Karen Civils and the Jasmine Brands people coming up here. You know, when you, when they get to the red carpet, the press line where the line of press is, is, is lined up, at the top of the press line is all the white press. It's all the white press. The black blogs, the urban the media end. is at the end mm -hmm. and they rush you past them and or group them in a in a group and then put all the mics there and ask them one question to get your little sound bite. So I've said F the NAACP, F TV One. I'm not supporting no more of this. I, you know, Omari kissed Beyonce on the mouth and we really wanted to post that, but we didn't post it because it was at the NAACP Awards. So I posted Beyonce and Jay at the Glad Awards, right? Jussie Smollett. So right before this whole thing happened, I reached out to him. I said, Yo, let's get an interview. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know, you know that old funny. Shit. Mm -hmm. 
okay, now you done ca got caught up in this shit, <clears throat> whether you did or didn't do it, and now the same media that you were, you know, looking for validation from try to tear you down. Yeah. And I feel like with the NAACP, with their awards that they just had, you know, they had invited us to be at all these events, nomination events, and we can get access to everybody. Then when it came to the awards, they wanted us to go to a media center while they filled their carpet with white press. They hired Sunshine and Sachs. So Sunshine and Sachs and Slater PR, those two PR companies can suck a fat because they get hired by these black companies to bring us all there to to interview our people that are important to us and our community and to our followers, but then but then want to treat us like second-class uh, citizens or whatever. They want to treat us the same way we did back in the day when black people had to drink out of other fountains. That's yeah. how they treat urban media. Mm -hmm. And so I've had, you know, there was a, a really prominent publicist, black publicist, who reached out to me and um, had a lot of conversations about how they could help me behind the scenes. But that's where, you know, we had created this, this Black Brands Matter um, uh, and I brought some sweaters for you guys. Um, Black Brands Matter sweaters. It's just a hashtag, Black Brands Matter, because I said, you know, black people, we're more than just a hashtag. We're more than just uh, people you can invite and, and put in the corner or put at the, at the end of a press line, you know, because we are important to the culture. People are not going to the Hollywood Reporter to hear what Omari Hardwick is doing every day. Mm -hmm. They're going to three platforms for the most part. Shade Room, Ball Alert, Hollywood Unlocked at this point. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us, sir. Jason Lee. Thank you for having me. All right, it's The Breakfast Club. It's Jason Lee. All right, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Good Club. Morning. Good morning. What's happening? It is freezing in our studio. I just want to say I think the air is blowing right on me. My hands are like icicles. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I'm not tripping on that though, because spring and summertime is right around the corner, and it's gonna be so hot outside that you're gonna be happy that it's no, nope. no, that's no. even worse. It's actually, always cold because yeah. you come in here right after you're wearing your spring and summer clothes, mm -hmm. and it's even colder because you're not dressed for the winter. Well, just bring a coat. In the summer. Sit around cold, 100 degrees. How about they just turn this air down a little? Well, they got to keep the equipment cold. How about that? Send they got an email. They gotta keep, I did send an email. They got to keep the, equi uh, the equipment cold. But not this so that's cold. The well, they got to keep, yeah, it's, it's been running all day. It runs all day. They got to keep it nice How, and cold. But when we're not here, like later in the day, it's not this cold. They just keeping it cold in here to keep me humble. You know what I'm saying? Keep the, shrinkage, keep humble. Keep the shrinkage where it needs to be. You know what I'm saying? That's all. All right, little man. You don't want me in here hanging. This is just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? It's a travesty. Feeling myself. All right. <laughs> you couldn't be hanging if you tried, little man. All right, yeah, we got rumors on the way? Uh, yes, we are going to be talking about Jordan Peele's Us, and he's explaining the end of Us and what the twist is. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, shame on you. But listen up, and I'll tell you all about it. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The movie came Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are The Breakfast Club. Happy hump day to you and yours. What's happening? Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Riri. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. All right, well, Rihanna, her Fenty Beauty's Geisha Chic highlighter has been pulled because of backlash. So I guess some people had some issues with the whole Geisha cultural appropriation theme. Now, they did pull it right away, and some people <clears throat> were very pleased that the response was so swift. So they said they even got direct messages if they left a comment about it. We hear you. We've pulled the product until it can be renamed. We want to personally apologize. Thank you so much for educating us. Why do people keep uh, making these mistakes, though? What do like, you mean? Like nobody knew what that was before they labeled it that? What, like nobody in the room? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that mm. people might have thought that was an issue right away. 
Because mm. what did you think that? I didn't Geisha even know anything chic. about it till you said it just now. Yeah, me neither. Right, but if I but say I that to you, Geisha, that's a... I knew geishas from another culture. Yeah, Japanese. Yeah. So she ain't Japanese. I mean, I guess what they were saying is what they were trying to do is makeup. So you know, they can't make certain, excuses for them because we don't make excuses for the white people. There's a certain type of makeup that mm-hmm. was worn, so that mm-hmm. was the reason why. And nope. I don't know. They effed up. But yes, they said that it fetishizes Japanese culture, and that's what the problem was with it—the red color. If the Japanese say they don't like it, hey, got to listen to them. I saw some um, Japanese people posting they didn't have a problem with it, though. But that's what always happens. Some people are mad, some people aren't. All right, now Jordan Peele has explained the twist at the end of the movie Us. So if you don't want to know what it is, then don't listen. But uh, he actually did an interview and he talked about just the whole theme of the movie and how you are actually the monster. This movie's about the monster is you. It's about us looking at at ourselves uh, as individuals and as a group. The protagonist in a movie is the the surrogate for the audience. Mm -hmm. So it, it felt like at the end of the day, I wasn't doing my core theme any justice if I wasn't, you know, <laughs> revealing that we have been the bad guy in this movie. We've been following the villain. You know, I say villain lightly because, you know, as there are many experiences of, of the film, and I think I think a lot of people go through a, a question of what is good and evil. Mm. Now, he talked about this on the Empire podcast, and then he also I talked... I a lot of questions. Okay, well, listen, you, here's the final smile at the end. Adelaide and Jason sort of sharing that moment at the end. I'm purposefully leaving it a bit vague as to mm-hmm. what exactly he knows or how far he's come in figuring out what if, if, if anything, he's figured out. Mm-hmm. You know, I think her little smile she gives him, mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of things. I think it's a <laughs> connection to the, the evil smile she once had as a little girl, uh-huh. but also a sort of like understanding that her family unit was stronger from this experience. Well, first of all, it's got to be a Us prequel or a Us sequel in the future. Absolutely. And um, I think Jason is a tethered. I think Pluto is the real Jason. I think the Jason, I think the kid that was burnt up is actually the, the real Jason. Now that you said it, now I'm starting I'm starting to think that a little bit yeah. too. That the little smile, the way... Yeah. yeah, and, J- and J- yeah. like Jason is so withdrawn in the movie, and he likes to play in the dark, like in the closet. And, and like you said, he couldn't get his lighter. He couldn't get the, the lighter trick get going. The lighter trick going, but clearly Pluto learned the lighter trick because his face was, was burnt, burnt up. Right. If you if you knew the trick so well enough to burn your face, how come all of a sudden you don't you didn't know the trick? Me, and if you okay. notice, the daughter said that uh, he had gotten lost like a previous summer. At one point, and they couldn't did find you? him, and then they found him in the closet. Yeah, if you watched, if you oh yeah, because yeah, she said yeah, you do it, you did it again, you're in the closet again. Yeah, so he had gotten yeah. lost the previous summer. Well, and Jason was playing when he was playing on the beach. They asked him what he was building, and he said tunnels. Why would the little boy be playing, building tunnels? Well, on I'm the beach? pretty sure that. I think he was a that they are right. going to definitely do another movie because look at how well this did. So I can't see why you wouldn't. All right, now speaking of bringing something back, Cheaters. Remember that show, Cheaters. No, yeah, never used to watch it. Yeah, I it, it was entertaining. Never heard. No, I've never seen it. And I there's heard some great bit. clips if you look online on YouTube. I heard, I heard it's very scripted. Yeah, I heard it's I fake. Heard, I, heard I heard it was but super scripted. They are crowdfunding for their new season, and so anybody that wants to invest in the show, you actually can end up being a production assistant and get credit, or you can be head of security. You can now, do why would a ride I fund along. Something like that. I don't know, but some people like that show and they might want to do it. So they said, "Won't uh, be no black men on there." You know why? Why black men don't cheat? Drop on the clues bomb for plenty us. Plenty of black men on cheating. That's not true. That was all scripted. They were no, all acting. That was fake. Acting. Yeah, so you believe them. anything the white man tell you. That's the problem. There was plenty <laughs> of them. 
All right, now Justin Bieber has apologized, and that's for playing that prank to everybody. Remember the pregnancy April Fool's Day prank? You can't do April Fool's Day joke anymore. Now he said there's always going to be people offended. There's always people who don't take jokes very well. I am a prankster, and it was April Fool's. And he also goes on to say, I didn't at all mean to be insensitive to people who can't have children. A lot of people I know, their first go-to prank on April Fool's is telling their parents they are pregnant to get a big reaction. But I will apologize anyway and take responsibility and say sorry to people who were I wish I would apologize for an April Fool's joke. It's April Fool's. It's not my fault you got offended. It's April Fool's. So we're going to cancel April Fool's now? Yes. You might as well. Yep, cancel it. The world is too PC. You might as well just cancel April Fool's. Cancel it. Since you can't play pranks on people no more. All right, now let's talk about leaving Neverland. Now the director... April Fool's. <laughs> that's not April Fool's. That's Fools. April Fool's. That whole documentary was April Fool's. That's not no damn Dan April Reed Fools. said a detail of the abuse that James Safe Chuck says he suffered at the hands of Michael Jackson might be incorrect. So he describes Mm-mm. being you assaulted think? in Michael Jackson's Neverland train station. But according to a biographer for Michael Jackson, that abuse could Mm-mm. not have taken place. The station was not built until two, until two years after Safe Chuck says that those attacks stopped. So that was impossible. Ooh. The so family goes to. So you, you shocked that uh, two guys who lied before lied again? So, oh, okay. or, you know, it's a wrong detail. I don't know. I can't say. It's I'm a, it's just a hell of a detail you. to get wrong. I'm just telling you. Now they're saying there's some issues and some issues with the details. You say you got sexually that assaulted movie. in a place that wasn't even built yet. Wasn't even, it some didn't even exist. Some things that are not correct. So <laughs> okay. there you have oh, that it. Family, Let's oh, see what else happens. Jackson family going to sue the hell out of HBO now. Is it true that Oprah took down all the Leaving Neverland stuff off her YouTube page? I didn't see you any You told us it. that. I heard somebody say that. Did I you look? I looked. I didn't see anything. I didn't look to begin with. I wouldn't know where to look. Oh, all right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Okay, fam. Done? Yeah. Okay. Charlemagne! Yes. Who you giving that donkey to over there? Listen, man, the fragile male ego strikes again. Uh, Let's talk about it four after the hour, but I kind of feel him just a little bit. Just a little bit. Okay. But we'll talk about it for after the hour. All right. Keep it locked. And don't forget, Ask Yee is next. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice, call Yee right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Celebrate 25 years of moving the culture forward at the 2019 Essence Festival presented by Coca-Cola, July 4th through the 7th in New Orleans. Featuring performances by Missy Elliott, Mary J. Blige, Nas, her among 50 more. Register for free events and buy tickets at EssenceFestival.com. This don't be a donkey, because right now you want some real donkey It's time for donkey of the day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat. Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. I have become donkey of the day. At the breakfast club, bitches. You're a donkey. Yes, donkey today for Wednesday, April 3rd goes to a Pennsylvania man named Bradley Bauer. Now, what's more fragile? The male ego or a bag of potato chips? Anybody want to answer that question? Um, the male ego. Hmm, what you think, Envy? Uh, potato chips? I I want everybody else to think about this before they answer it. Give Mm -hmm. it some thought. Uh, Also, I know some of you are with a man right now this morning, and if your response to that question was the male ego, uh, he will probably be offended and proceed to show you that you are correct. Now, if you want smoke with a man, Insult him or show him a lack of respect in front of his woman. <laughs> I don't care if you're 6'9", 320, and you encounter someone my size, 5'7", 170. Closer to 179 right now, but I'll have those nine pounds off by next week. But anyway, doesn't matter how big you are. Insult or disrespect a man in front of his woman, you will feel the wrath of the fragile male ego. And in the case of Bradley Bauer, I think even though what he did 
deserves credit for being stupid. His ego may have been slightly necessary in this moment because sometimes your ego makes you believe in your own strength. And Bradley needed to be strong in this moment. Strong enough to stand up for himself and demand what he wanted, but also strong enough to walk away. Should I tell you now what Bradley was charged with before I tell you what he actually did? Yes. Sure. Mm -hmm. Bradley Bauer was charged with simple assault. Okay, and his victim suffered minor bruises as the result of the attack. Where did the attack happen? In a grocery store. A grocery store in Pennsylvania called the Giant Food Store. What happened? Let's go to CBS 11 News for the report, please. Police say that 55-year-old Bradley Bauer was checking out at the Giant Food Store in New Cumberland when the cashier put canned goods in the same bag as chips, mashing the chips. Bauer reportedly told the cashier to stop bagging the groceries that way, then on his way out said, do you have a problem with me because I have a problem with you? The cashier told officers he thought Bauer was joking and says he replied, do you? That's when Bauer reportedly grabbed the employee by the neck and shouted at him, calling him an idiot. The employee had bruising to his neck and and after reviewing security video, police issued an assault summons for Bauer. He told officers he knew he was in the wrong, but was having a bad day, and his chips being smashed sent him over the edge. I'm not gonna wow. lie. I'm he not... smashed the man's chips. What type of chips? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel him just a little bit. Because ever since I was a kid, I understood the importance of not crushing things in the grocery store. Okay, I've watched my mother, my grandmother, and now as an adult, my wife not play about fragile things in the grocery bag. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's usually eggs, though. All right? In fact, eggs usually need their own bag. You can have 10 other grocery bags, but put the eggs in one plastic bag by themselves. And when you get to that car and put them groceries in the trunk, you better be careful as hell with them eggs. In fact, carry them eggs in your lap. All right? Don't even put them in the trunk. Get in the back seat, carry them in the lap, carry them in your lap, and put the seatbelt on. And don't put the seatbelt on yourself. Put the seatbelt on the eggs. That's how serious people take them eggs. So I can understand the same sense of caution being taken with potato chips. And I know in this moment, it wasn't about the chips. It was about the principle, okay? I'm spending my hard-earned money. I'm already having a bad day. All I want to do is get home, turn some Netflix on, and eat these Ruffles cheddar and sour cream potato chips, and you playing with me, okay? What happened to the customer always being right? He's not wrong for asking the clerk to not throw his groceries around and not put the uh, potato chips in the same bag with the canned goods, especially when you're putting the canned goods on top of the chips. I don't want my chips smashed up. All right, reasonable request. But if you don't respect my request and continue to throw my stuff around in front of my wife, and then I ask you if you have a problem with me, and then I tell you because I have a problem with you, and your little smart-ass replies are to you. <laughs> Watch this fragile ego crumble, and this is when I have to give Bradley donkey of the day because I understand why he's upset. I get it. But we have to get to the point where we stop letting our fragile egos get us into situations like this. We have to get to the point where we set aside our egos and allow our higher selves to assess situations from a non-reactive viewpoint, all right? Release expectations of what we think should happen and follow divine guidance because God didn't tell you to choke that man over no damn potato chips, all right? We have to learn to replace our desire to retaliate with spiritual action based in a higher truth, okay? If not, us men will continue to find ourselves in these when keeping it real goes wrong type situations because Bradley has to hire a lawyer now, pay a bond, and have a spot on his criminal record because of a bag of flaming hot Cheetos. And what if this clerk had a pistol? What if this clerk had a knife? What if this clerk was an MMA fighter in his part-time? A third-degree black belt? What if he could actually defend himself and ended up hurting you, Bradley? Or worse, killing you because you was upset he crushed your Cool Ranch Doritos. We have to keep our egos in check because if we don't, it could eventually destroy everything that we love. Please give uh, Bradley Bauer the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Mm. Oh, now you are the donkey mm. of the day.
I can tell in your face. You I look don't know perplexed. if I agree, You look bro. like you're ready to die about some Harvest Sun chips. I, I just paid some some for some, some chips. Now, you already don't fill my bag up with chips. You only give me half the chips in the bag. And mm-hmm. then when I get the bag, you're going to crunch my chips? Yeah, you're going to smash my chips? You look like you're about to, you, you ready to die over some uh, Harvest Cheddar Sun chips. I can see it in your face. What's some your barbecue? favorite chips flavor? Barbecue? Ruffles have ridges or, or barbecue? Ridges? Yes, mm-hmm. ruffle got ridges or barbecue. Those are my favorite. You're going to smash my barbecue chips? So if you had to choose between barbecue, cheddar, and sour cream, and hot chips. I like barbecue. I ain't going to jail over no potato chips, bro. Salt and vinegar. Are you just going to let them sun you like that? You just going to let them smash your chips like that? Sour cream probably. and onion. <laughs> I'll probably curse them out or something. I ain't going to choke them. But they got some jalapeno but chips. He curse you back. He curse you back. Yeah, that's cool. We just be two cursing ass people. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's all. I might throw the chips on them or something. Make, make a complaint to the store manager mm-hmm. or something. Okay. That's it. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey today. Up next, ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call her now. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. What line you want to go to, Yee? Um, let's talk to Leo. Oh, yeah. Leo! What's up, man? What's up, bro? Where you calling from, man? I'm calling from uh, Wilson, North Carolina, yo. Okay, now what's your question for Yee, bro? I got a question, man. Uh, what what do I have to do for my girl to take my pipe, the whole pipe, man? So what's the problem? Is <laughs> that might be a question for Charlemagne? Is it, now. Is it either <laughs> is it either too big or she's just too small? What is it? It might be a combination of both, man. My is <laughs> big and she's small. No cursing, sir. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry about cursing. I mean, I mean, she she petite, yo. I've been having that same problem with your girl, man. <laughs> Shut up. I know, man. We, Charlemagne, I know, cause we, we need to answer. We need to answer. How do you know <laughs> Yee can tell you the answer to this? I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't know, cause I mean I was driving. Well, what posi- what positions uh, do you guys normally have sex in? Because sometimes <laughs> it is your position. Also, a lot of foreplay is really helpful. You can't just uh, ram it in there. Canine style. What? Canine style. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can say doggy style, but that's oh, probably okay. a, a more difficult <laughs> position for her to be in. So, do okay. you do a lot of foreplay? Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. You so. perform oral sex. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we do that. Okay. <laughs> and so you can only get it part way in. Yeah, man. I'm trying to get the whole thing in. But what I'm size good. are you, bro? I'm sorry. What size are you? Oh pause. Pause. Wow. Envy. Come on. I don't, this sounds better tell him before he makes you show him. <laughs> you know what? Forget it. Listen. Okay, that's not crazy. I think what you got to what you got to do is just make sure that you take your time Damn, with her. Yeah. Hold on, let's stop. Okay, yeah. Yeah. that ain't crazy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Envy, what size dildo were you using? No, no, don't bring it to me. What size was it? You nine used inches? To me? It was nine and a half, Envy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now I just recommend that you guys definitely try different positions. Doggy style is probably okay. a tougher one to do because that's uh, you know, that hurts yeah. the most if you're big. So I would recommend yeah. you let her get on type. You do missionary, and then you don't do that one until the end. Start, I start slowly, huh? Yeah, start a little slow. Don't That's ram usually it what I do when I'm with her. <laughs> hey, chill out, kid. <laughs> All right. Uh, good luck, uh, Leo. Well, well, I appreciate it. Uh, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Wilson, North Carolina, 252, and uh, R.I.P. Nip. Yeah, okay. R.I.P. Nipsey, man. You ain't going to shout your girl out, man? I can't mention their People hearing this, they gonna know who she is. Okay, right, we already okay. know who she is, my G. I told you this. <laughs> but already. definitely do that oral sex, and then when she, um, <laughs> once she feels That's really crazy. good from that, then you can, when it's nice and wet, just go in there. Then. Good luck, bro. 
All right, ask ye. Quality stuff here on the breakfast club, <laughs> here baby. Go. Eight hundred five. High brown content here, baby. Quarter five one. If you guys, if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call it now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Desiree. Hey, Desiree. What's your question for ye? Would you date someone that is perfect in every way, does everything for you, but you are not attracted to? Well, it looks like that person is not perfect in every way for you. They might be a great person, but if you're not attracted to them, then how can you be with them? But do you think there's potential to maybe have, you know, if you hang out with them more, maybe it will grow? She's around for the money. So you want to force yourself to like somebody that you don't really like? She's around for the money. I just want to say, Desiree, you'll be doing yourself a disservice and you'll also be doing him a disservice. If he's such a great person, you shouldn't do that to him. You got to be honest with yourself and you have to be honest with him. Now, maybe... you think it's settling? It's definitely settling. Why are you with him if you don't like him? Because he's perfect in every way. She's not attracted to him. in every way. I'm just hoping that the attraction will grow. He's not ugly. He's just not hot. How much money does he make? Enough. See? It's the money... More See? than me, but that's not See? it. See ye? It's the money. Why are you trying to why are you trying to force yourself though? Because I feel like every other guy never worked out because I went for the attraction mm-hmm. and then they ended up being scrubs. But then this one See? who isn't that attractive to me is attractive to other people, just not me. Right. Probably because he's light skinned. I like it's- dark skinned men. Sorry, Envy. Watch your mouth. But, you know, I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, I've tried to do that before. Somebody that looks good on paper and you feel like this mm-hmm. would be a great person for me to be with. Why don't I like this person? And that doesn't really work out either. Like, you just end up being, like, not really excited to be in a relationship. And don't you want to be with somebody that you're excited to be with? True. That's real. All right. De- Desiree, sounds like he'd be a good friend, but that doesn't have to be your man. Okay, thank you. The light-skinned brother will stand down with you, though. He'll hold you down and make sure... You ever had a good cuddling section with a light-skinned brother? Never. Oh. That light-skinned Damn. brother gonna drown you in his tears, okay? <laughs> All right. Dark-skinned men do teach Charlemagne. That's that is not true. Stop spreading lies. That's why, that's why so you, you just agree with her two seconds ago, and now and you I don't. Will say you can't men, selectively agree. All men have fragile egos, but the beige ego is so brittle. I mean, brittle, brittle. <laughs> it ain't that brittle. You guys are very divisive this morning. Thank you so much. That was Ask Yee. Thanks, fam. All right. (laughs) All right. Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Oh, no, we're not doing that. If you need a relationship advice, that's what we're doing. (laughs) Same thing. I don't like them talking about light-skinned brothers like that. All right. 800-585-1051. If you need advice, you can hit Yee anytime. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, we're going to talk about Taraji P. Henson. She did an interview with Variety Magazine. She's being celebrated as one of the Power of Women nominees. And she talks about a lot of things like her mental health, also the pay wage gap. All right, we'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Raji P. Henson. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. So Taraji is one of Variety's Power of Women nominees, and she has her Boris Lawrence Henson Foundation, which she just started last year in her late father's memory about the stigma around mental health in the African-American community. Well, she recently did an interview with Variety talking about how she does talk to someone regularly, 
And she also discussed her own battle with depression and anxiety. And amongst other things, she discussed uh, pay. Now, it's still not easy for women to get the same amount of money as men to do the same job. She also said she lives in Chicago where there's not a lot of black people. It's a rich area. And she said sometimes she one day she got in her building elevator and somebody just stared her down, an older white couple. The man was just looking at her and making her very uncomfortable, kind of like, what are you doing in this building? She said that's how tough it was. Mm. So she's still going through all kinds of issues, negotiating her pay. Here's what she had to say about that. The biggest challenge that I face still in my career is getting my money. I still have to fight for it. And we live in a world where people are always trying to get a bargain. You can't bargain on my talent. I'm not afraid to walk away because I know what I offer. A lot of work needs to be done in Hollywood for equal pay, inclusivity. I need to see more female directors, heads of studios need to change. Just things need to be more inclusive, all inclusive across the board. Uh, she's absolutely right. And I love Taraji P. Henson, man. That's a real sister right there. She's everything that's right with the world. And I love, you know, what she's doing in the mental health space. Like, she's one of those people that makes me want to just continue to heal myself. Mm. Yeah, she discusses a lot of things, like negotiating her salaries. And she also talks about directing. She says she is going to direct next year, but it's in the horizon for her. She's not saying what she's going to be directing, but that's coming up. So get ready for that. Mm -hmm. All right, now let's talk about Avengers Endgame. Ticket pre-sales are chaos right now. They're saying that some sites even crashed as people were trying to get their tickets for it. So Who people were logging on. Yo, shut your bum ass up. <laughs> 23 more days, baby. Who Tell watched? Avengers Endgame. Hey, we bro. out here. Is that April like, 26. Is that like Wakanda? Black Panther? Is that what it's like? Let me tell you something. I already got so many different t-shirts to wear. You know what I mean? I might just switch t-shirts every hour because it's three hours and three minutes. I might just bring three different t-shirts to the movie. You're a grown-ass man. Is that what the whole... Okay. Well, Avengers Endgame set Fandango's oh, first day pre-sales record. It beat Star Wars The Force Awakens. It broke that record in only six hours. Y'all got to understand, man, this is 10 years of, of, of the Marvel Cinematic Universe coming to an end. You know what I mean? Like, this is a big deal. And oh, so by, there's no more after this? No, it's going to be a lot more. But this is oh. the, the, the first, the last of this phase, the last of these four phases. And I'm going to tell you all something. Well, three phases. Don't, first of all, I don't like people like you. I want to put wow. that out there. I don't, don't like talk to me about like something that you haven't been watching for the past 10 years. If you understand why the hype is there for this movie, then you understand. That's all we need to know. Marvel, we out here. All right, I think it's time for us to move on. Okay. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. So is it like Star Trek and, and Star Wars together? Is that like, like Man, that? shut up. Ain't no light-skinned people in Wakanda. You know that, right? <laughs> I just want you to know that. All right. Ain't no light-skinned people in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now that I think about it. Who's the beige superhero? There is none. Mm -mm. We got to create one. Yeah, <laughs> butt man. All right? You want to be butt man? No, you go too far all you the show time. show me? The power is in his anus. All right? <laughs> see? see? Where can I put my infinity stone, Envy? <laughs> what is happening here? Plays the word, I man. ended rumor report. All right. Thank Revolt. you. Revolt. Shout out to you guys. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. You want to hear something, get your request in. 800-585-1051. And don't forget, if you missed the donkey this morning, we're going to get that back on after the mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked, the blog site, and also Loving Hip Hop Hollywood for joining us this morning. Yes, Jason Lee be having a lot of bloggers hot, boy. A yeah. lot of bloggers be hitting me up like, why y'all got Jason Lee on there? 
That's how they sound? You shouldn't have Jason Lee on there. Mm. Why are you making the bloggers sound like that? That's how they be sounding. I wish you were here for that interview, Yee, because, you know, Jason talked about sliding in Jesse Smullett's DMs. Why do you wish I was here for because that? Because Charlamagne, remember Charlamagne told us a story that one time that Jason slid in his DM? Yeah, I don't know why you didn't I talk about, about that. I forgot about that. Now, I was like, why didn't you bring up when... um. He slid in Charlamagne's DMs. I forgot. No, he kinda, didn't he well, say the same thing he said to Jesse? No, he told no, Jesse he got he a fat ass. He actually, he actually said he got hacked. He okay. said somebody hacked his account. Oh, when he slid in your DMs? Yeah. And what did like he say? Ten years ago. What did he say? And nothing I can say over there. <laughs> Jeesh. Hell, was that crazy? What did you, re- <laughs> what did you huh? respond? Call me? I, Call I, me. I, I, I think you got that. We'll said, arrive in five minutes. I said, I think you got the wrong person. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what you said? I think you got the wrong person. At the right time. Right. <laughs> hey, wrong person, right time. Salute Call you, me. So look at your penis somewhere else, sir. All right? <laughs> well, okay. Shout out to Jason Lee for joining us this morning, all right? Now, when we come back, we got the positive note. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yeah, first of all, I want to um, salute Claflin University in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Salute to everybody that listens to us on Hot 103.9 in Columbia, South Carolina, because I know a lot of people from Orangeburg listen. I'm going to be at Claflin today. Uh, we're having a mental health and hip-hop forum at the WV Middleton Fine Arts Center. So I'll be there uh, today, you know, talking to y'all about mental health, because healing starts with us, goddammit. All right. Okay. Now, what's the positive note? <laughs> tell us. So, I want to tell everybody, focus on making yourself better, not on just thinking that you are better. Breakfast Club, bitches! You all finished or y'all done? 